بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فمن بعده my brothers and sisters if you think about what does it mean to be Muslim what does it mean to be Muslim it's a very simple equation and the equation is that I move from obeying my nafs obeying myself to obeying Allah that's it I move from obeying myself to obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I move from what pleases me to what pleases Allah. It's just this change in the decision-making process from what pleases me to what pleases Allah. When I do that, I become Muslim. Now you can apply that to every single decision in your life, including from entering Islam itself. What pleases me may be anything, but what pleases Allah is for us to say, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, Ashadu Allah Muhammad Rasulullah. What pleases me, what pleases Allah. The reason I'm saying this is because sometimes we get confused. And sometimes those who are supposed to guide us confuse us. Somebody sent me a video of. I won't name the person and so on, but this Ustad is giving an interview and he says to have power is useless, to have wealth is useless, to have, you know, all worldly things, right? He says all of this is to have authority is useless and we must only have the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I'm saying this is confusing because this is not the differentiation or distinction that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made in the Quran. This is not the differentiation or distinction that Rasulullah made with the Sahaba. This is a false distinction that we have created and may Allah forgive us where we say it is dunya or deen. We say dunya or deen. Now this is wrong because what is deen? Deen is the name of the method to live in the dunya. There is no deen in the khabar. When you are dead, what is the deen there? What, what, what will you do in the, in the grave? You are not praying in the grave. Deen is what? Deen is how to live in the dunya. That is deen. So issue is not dunya or deen. Issue is dunya or akhirah. To live in the dunya as a person, as a man or woman in the dunya. To live in the dunya, to live in this world like a person of this world. This leads to disaster. To live in this world as a person of the akhirah. That is success. How do you live in the world as a person of the akhirah? Not by leaving the world. Right? There is this feeling somehow that, oh there is so much fitna, you must leave it. It's like saying, my clothes are all dirty, so I'm going to walk around naked. If your clothes are dirty, what should you do? Wash the clothes. Not walk around naked. 
if there is fitna in the in society and there is fitna there is corruption in society as a muslim what must you do fight that corruption remove the corruption correct society not leave society leave and do what go and sit in a cave somewhere and do what Sheikh recited the ayat from Surah Al-Ibran. Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas. And I said, you are the best of people and you have been extracted, you have been selected for the people, linnas. To do what? Ta'muruna bil ma'roofi wa tanhawna lil munkari wa tu'muruna billah. To enjoy and go to forbid evil and to have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How are you going to do that if you reject people? How will you do that if you leave the world and then go sit in a, if you are sitting in a cave by yourself, where is the Amar Maruf to whom? To the monkeys? To whom? Nayan al-Munkar to whom? Seriously, I am living in a hilltop in a jungle somewhere in one cave by myself. So what is the Amar Maruf? Please, anyone tells you this story, forget it. Believe me, there is nothing romantic about poverty. There is nothing nice about being in need. May Allah save us from that. Both are fitr. To have a lot of wealth is a fitna and not to have wealth is a fitna. Both are tests. We ask Allah to keep us safe from both tests. We ask Allah to give us sufficient for ourselves so that we are not dependent on anybody but not give us so much that the wealth becomes a fitna. So if you leave this world and you are one poor, you know, beggar somewhere uh, living off charity and living off other people's uh, zakat or something, how will you help anybody? The key is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not stop us from doing anything in this dunya. Islam does not stop us. Islam gives us boundaries. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say make only one million dollars. If you make two million dollars, you will go to Jahannam. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us how to make money. What are the boundaries? What is halal and what is haram? How much money? Not a problem. Make as much as you want. Because how much has been written for you already? You cannot change that. That has written for you already. What is our control? How will I, what is my source? How will I earn, where will I earn the money from? And where will I spend it? If I use a haram source, then I will be in trouble. If I use a halal source, and I spend it in in a halal way, Alhamdulillah. Similarly, what to eat? You can eat anything, provided the boundaries. We eat halal. Right? What is halal? Halal as far as vegetables, fruits and so on is concerned, everything is halal. There's no problem. Seafood, alhamdulillah, there is a difference of opinion about shellfish, but other than that, everything is halal. Meat, Everything is haram except that which is zabiha. So among the 
halal animals what is haram is haram pork is haram pig is haram but among the halal animals if it is slaughtered according to the way of muslims then it is halal but if it is slaughtered in a different way then it is haram so the the law of haram and halal for meat is the opposite for other things vegetables and so on everything is halal unless there is a reason why it becomes haram in meat everything is haram except that which is made halal by zabiha what is zabiha zabiha is slaughtered by a muslim saying bismillah allah akbar something slaughtered by a machine is it halal no it is haram you are eating it you are eating maita you are eating dead bodies there is no machine slaughter what machine slaughter even nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the 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 dalil people give which is people of the book people of the book did he say machines of the book people of the book so if there is an orthodox jewish person who says bismillah allah akbar and slaughters inshallah you can eat that there is no need alhamdulillah we are living in a country and we living in a world today there are plenty of muslims doing that but if you are somewhere somewhere there is only this much and you know and if you don't eat meat it is actually good for you but if you think you are going to die unless you eat this one chicken seriously ask yourself this question you want to sell your iman for one chicken leg that's the worth of your iman one chicken leg because that is iman if you eat haram your dua is not accepted your salah is not accepted your ibadah is not accepted is that what you want we have somebody our people our our, our people loved, loved ones they are sick you want to make ya allah cure my mother ya allah cure my son ya allah cure my de-. your dua is not accepted it won't work because you are eating all kinds of dead food ask always ask that's why i tell people very much i tell everybody very clearly please eat only zabiha number 1 number 2 if you are giving me anything and if you give me something which is which you are not sure about or which is factory slaughtered or machine slaughtered believe me my sin is yours don't do that please do not do that i come from a country where the hindus the brahmins they don't eat meat their whole life to please their gods right we call them kafir mushrik what not what not what not and we muslims we cannot stop ourselves from eating one meal if we are not sure this is this this is how worth this is the worth of our iman inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi the worth of your iman is one chicken leg inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi raji please Alhamdulillah Islam allows us to live a beautiful life you name it you want to live in a palace most welcome you want a private jet a stupid thing to do but if you still want it you can do it Islam doesn't stop you as long as it is halal earn halal eat halal then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts duas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our ibadah Because at the end of the day, my brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you, whatever it is, 
your palace will stay here your cars will stay here your planes will stay here your wife and children will stay here and you and i go alone so let us make sure that what we take with us will be worth for us to have on the other side in the boundaries of that of islam alhamdulillah islam does not stop us from living a beautiful life as comfortably as luxuriously as you want no problem but the boundaries that's why i said i want to end with that what is islam what is being muslim to move from what pleases me to what pleases allah as simple as that anything any decision small or large just ask yourself what would allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like me to do and what's the measure of that what would rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam be doing in this case i can wake up in the in the in the night and i can pray salatul fajr at home it is not haram but if rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was there what would he do he would go to the masjid for salatul fajr so what must i do go to the masjid unless there is a medical reason what not what not there 10 feet of snow i'm not saying but where you can do that reasonably go to salat for salatul fajr go for all the five or whatever allah gives you the tawfiq and the ability go to the masjid for salat because this is what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam would have done and apply the same rule for everything in life we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to enable us to benefit from what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts before us allah does not force us choice is ours life is ours the akhirah is ours ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to do that which is pleasing to him and to save us from ourselves wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa rahmatullahi